What up, breadheads? <laughs> Welcome to Think Fresh, a podcast about Subway sandwiches. He's Fly, he's your guy, he's Ty, I'm your host. And uh, he is a bit of a freak, but we call him Eric, You're my co-host. Eric, how are you doing today? Wow, I'm feeling excellent, especially after that beautiful intro. Yeah, you know, my friends sometimes call me E-Rock. Uh, and I can only, <laughs> I can only guess it's because I truly do rock everyone's socks off. Very much. That makes me uncomfortable. E rock. I think that's part, sort of the point is to make me uncomfortable with it. But I fully embraced it, and you can't really fuck with me at this stage now. Mm. <laughs> I like I like Eric the Freak. It beats your old nickname, which was Eric the Dick. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's get into let's get into <laughs> some sandwich talk today. Sammy talk. Um, what's one sandwich that you would die defending? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! So what what sandwich do I die on? Yeah. What sandwich do I take to the grave? Yeah. Which sandwich hill are you dying on, bro? Like someone says, like someone discredits you and says, "Wow, Ty, I can't not believe you ordered that." And. Mm-hmm. What's the one sandwich that you'd be willing to vouch for forever? Damn. I have an answer. My answer, Eric, is the pizza sub. Mm -hmm. The pizza sub is the Honda Civic of Subway sandwiches. It's accessible (laughs) and Mm -hmm. affordable. Mm -hmm. It's everywhere, but it's a sleeper. It packs a punch. It's got heat. It's got spice. It's got that marinara sauce. It's got everything you need. And you can mod it like crazy. I always you can mod that pizza sub, take it all different directions. I always forget that thing has marinara sauce in it. I don't think the image on the menu does it any justice. It's almost like they're no. trying to conceal the marinara. Show me mm. the sauce. <laughs> and like pizza, the most loved food on earth. Absolutely. Put it there's nobody's gonna no one's gonna hate pizza. So why would anyone hate pizza in a sandwich? So like the kids love it. The, the grandparents love it. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love it. You love it. Mm-hmm. I think in order to better appeal to their like Italian-American audience, they could rename it like Nona's Red Sauce with Gabagool or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you walk yeah, in, you true. just point that and you say, over here. <laughs> <laughs> Give me one of these. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So. So I stand by the pizza sub. I think it's a sleeper sandwich. It does not get the credit it deserves. Mm-hmm. It's versatile. It's flavorful. It's fun. It's iconic. Mm-hmm. It's everything. So I would die for the pizza sub. Mm-hmm. What about you? Well, I die on a consistent basis with Subway, whether I'm eating it and I'm feeling the effects immediately after, <laughs> or it's when it's a social suicide. And I bring it up amongst coworkers, um, particularly mm-hmm. in scenarios where they bring it up to me and they say, hey, I got, I got a new one for you. And they at me in the channel, in the Slack channel and say, like, this is a story for you, Eric. Like, like, really? Like, you think I'm this close to Subway? I'll merely have a podcast about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, it's, so, it's certainly scary when someone in my real life brings up Subway to me and I, and I don't geek out. It, it's mm-hmm. very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Walking a thin line. Mm-hmm. You forgot about the third type of subway death, though, Eric. And that's when you experience complete shutdown of your brain when you're standing in line trying to decide on the vegetables. Mm-hmm. You're like brain dead. 
brain dead. Yeah, that's that is the third one for sure. Um, yeah, I mean the ingredients might paralyze me from the waist down after I eat them, but it's paralyzing mm-hmm. me from the waist up before I eat them. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. It's actually, I think, uh, one of Subway's many secret sauces is to, um, like, mentally decapitate you mm-hmm. before you eat your sandwich, so that you don't have the you no longer have the brain power to truly critique what you're consuming mm-hmm. they they wear you down and it makes the sandwich feel like it's better yeah almost to the point where you won't notice them mess up your order mm-hmm. how many times have we called out an artist for messing up our order i don't think i've never done that no never i'm far too beta in line to do that i also think if, if, they're if, you know they're they're do good they do a good job of simplifying their system you know of like ingredients but it still looks so complicated from the untrained eye. It's just a bunch of bins. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. I can't necessarily be like, oh, you grab something from the wrong bin. Like, I don't know what kind of meat that is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there, there's way too much overlap. Like, if I ask for pickles and they put jalapenos on, mm-hmm. I mean, they're both small green discs. They're both accent vegetables. I, I'm none the wiser here. Yeah, exactly. Um, what did you have for lunch today? Because we, we're recording this later in the afternoon. Um, so I'm curious, mm. Ty, I'm sure you had something to eat today. So I wonder what that is. Can you mm. let us know? Well, in my, in my busy schedule of podcasting, doing interviews with others, you know, <laughs> yes. the, the usual the usual culinary influencer duties. Yeah, your Vogue um, sit down with Oprah and um, Cara Delevingne. Yep. I, I, I do the, um, what is it, like 100 questions interview just last but 70 week. questions and come on. <laughs> <laughs> do you even watch uh, Vogue, bro? Uh, I'm sorry. I don't watch as much Vogue as I should. I will make, I'll write a note right now to do for this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also like frequently tending to my feeds. So there's a, a lot of. A lot on the plate of a culinary influencer, but mm-hmm. nonetheless, I, w- I did spare some time to eat some lunch today. I ate a vegetable burger. A vegetable veggie burger? burger for, yeah. Veggie burger for short. So, okay, hold on. Hold on a second. We have a conflict here now. So, we may have talked about this already, but burger burgers are sandwiches, right? <laughs> burgers are definitely sandwiches. Okay. They're, they're like the, um Yeah. It's just, it's round. Of the sandwich. It's round and has a thicker piece of meat in it that you can probably grill. Is that what mm-hmm. makes it a burger? Honestly, I think it's only the roundness. Like, you can grill deli meats. But could you, like, but you, if you had a deli meat thing between buns, that's not a burger at all, even if it's round. Right? I guess so. It's well, just a round yeah. sandwich. <laughs> I think it must be. Yeah, thick, thick cut meat. So if you double meat your foot long, mm-hmm. you're getting closer and closer to burger territory. Mm-hmm. But I think they're both of the same like, like genus or like class. I'm not sure what the like animal kingdom of breaded food is. Yeah. So tell tell us what was in this burger. Cool. Okay. Quick breakdown. We'll start with the protein, and then we'll move through to the sauces. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a black bean patty. It has like a little bit of corn in it, a little bit of like lentil stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, night, night, pretty thick. I'm, we're we're talking like a third of an inch thick. Mm, Three sixty-five or no? <laughs> I 
Actually, I think it was, yeah, 365. <laughs> Shout out to Whole Foods. Wow. Okay, go on. And then, then I moved into the topping section. We got some fried onion and fried mushroom. A little bit of diced jalapeno. A pickle. Lettuce. Tom-toms. Then over in sauces, I mixed some sriracha with some greek yogurt to make like a spicy yogurt wow a little bit of mustard a little tiny bit of ketchup just to finish her off mm, let me get a bite i'm coming over for yeah. that yeah i will serve <laughs> you up i'm so shocked that this whole time we haven't had a spreader dinner together <laughs> <laughs> dude we haven't even been to subway what do you expect i know i mean i would much i think we would like have a dinner at least a dinner a proper dinner before going mm-hmm. to Subway together. We have a good reason to go to Subway together, but I imagine that a nice dinner is in order first. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a nice little trip down to Miku, you know, or a Manami patio situation. Mm-hmm. I do get a very Oshi cravings and I would love to tackle a set of six with you. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Um, but yeah, just like sharing an old bowl of spaghetti down at Pepino's would be nice, nice enough. Oh yeah. Or maybe we have to go in and, uh, tackle the owner and let him know we're, think fresh is in the building. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You better, you better get this, this dinner right. Or you're going to be on blast again on the podcast. Yeah. It's been just long enough where I don't know if he'll recognize me. Um, so we'll Mm. have to go in, order a couple of Sammy's and then just leave. (laughs) I love that. I love that too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, let me tell you quickly about my lunch. It was nothing special, but it was um, the poorest, well, second poorest way to make cachoe pepe. (laughs) Okay. Uh, The poorest being craft dinner. Um, But I actually had the grass-fed Annie's. (laughs) So the Whole Foods Mm, version of Katie talked about at Langhorn's podcast already, but let me tell you, that shit is cracking, my guy. I am a big fan. It's just, it's dense. It's creamy. It feels like I'm getting like some artisan mm-hmm. mac and cheese, but it like came from a box that sounds like a maraca when you shake it. Exactly. And you know what? I think the, I was a little bit panicky earlier today because I was in such a rush to go to some, um, you know, meetings, some design meetings and things like that. So I felt like the Annie's could feel my energy and that, you know, it just, was able to take my energy in and help me because when I threw the powder in, it mixed in so fast. I barely touched Mm. it with my fork and it just like dissolved in like two seconds, which is like super rare. And I just think that the Annie's was able to like um, sense that I was in danger and it helped me out. And this Mm. is why I pay 60% more for um, grass fed. I love that. It's almost like Annie's is the, culinary equivalent of a healing crystal mm-hmm. annie's is capable of uh, amplifying your energy by absorbing storing releasing and regulating it and um, it just kind of realigns your chakra oh precisely um i would have guessed that mercury was in reverse cowgirl but it actually <laughs> but actually my annie's was uh in missionary <laughs> Is there any um let's can we can we take this back to, to can we toast this is there a um is there a subway sandwich that helps you uh feel as relaxed as a bowl of annie's does as relaxed mm. Mm. i mean anytime you go with 
your favorite sandwich and like you're just like riffing ingredients you just say the things you like you're not trying to you know build flavors you just say Mm -hmm. what the ingredients you like you're always gonna like it and Mm -hmm. i think regardless um that's gonna be comforting because you know you don't have to think too much Mm -hmm. you see like i have like the um heartbeat of a professional athlete it's it's quite slow it's it's I've, I've toned it down over the years with my uh, cool collected energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and usually when I leave Subway, because of the speed at which I consume the sandwich and sodium intake during that meal, mm-hmm. I always find that I'm just like racing. Like my heart's pounding after that and I'm sweating. My hands are clammy. I feel like I'm going to barf. Mm-hmm. So I think the secret to walking away from Subway in a meditative state is to try to keep the sodium down. Like maybe it's like one sauce. It's the honey oat bread. <laughs> Stick to the ve- veggie delight, veggie delight, and you'll have a good night. Mm-hmm. That is true. If you want a pre-workout situation, uh, I would say high sodium six inch. <laughs> want to stay light mm-hmm. on your toes, but have your electrolytes ready. Um, mm-hmm. But if you are on the come down, maybe after a workout, I would say high protein, twelve inch, low sodium. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nice and comforting. Yeah, I. I see where you're coming from. You're trying to like time out the sodium levels to match like what your body needs in that moment. Mm-hmm. It really is Gatorade at that point. Mm-hmm. It's literally Gatorade. It's <laughs> wild. Yeah. Does the subway have Gatorade at the at the fridge? Yeah, I think so. So you could kind of double dip on like both your hard and your your hard food and your soft beverage is Gatorade. Yeah. I mean, I would I would argue that it's hard liquor basically. Um, mm-hmm. Soft drink, hard liquor, but. Why is, I mean, why is Subway so invested in athletics in their marketing? Um, but they don't talk about their drink offering. They don't say like, oh, grab a Gatorade with you. Take this vitamin water. Grab a milk to go. It's high in protein. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fill those bones, you know? Mm-hmm. Subway never talks about the drinks. Yeah. They never talk about the drinks. They're too preoccupied with the crooked cookies. Mm-hmm. Which is, isn't, there's no place for cookies in athletics. Absolutely. Um, but they are talking about their protein style um, salads, right? Protein bowls, never mind. Protein but we've bowl. already established on this pod that they are salads and mm-hmm. they have less. We're not falling for that shit. Yeah, equal or less meat on them. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I'd say that the, the, bed, the beverage is an underserved part of the Subway offering. And even like when I see the beverages in advertisements when i see it on the menu it's always just the like wax lined paper cup with the subway logo on it Mm -hmm. they never tell they never speak to what beverage is in that cup for all i know it's empty Mm -hmm. exactly oh boy i mean there are so many things wrong with subways marketing uh we would have to just you know start a separate podcast just for that (laughs) (laughs) yeah they've gone the wrong way with subway Mm mm-hmm um Ty, i wanted to ask you about some nfts <laughs> okay yeah i've been hearing a lot about nfts in the wild here and i'm not totally sure what they are are you able to explain it to me a dumb person i could do that for you <clears throat> i am a crypto daddy it's true he's got bitcoin an, NF- an nft otherwise known as a new footlong tactic is a way to take an idea, commodify it, and then sell it to people who know less about NFTs. 
that was a great way to put it. Um, and of course, we were talking about non fungible tokens. Is that the actual mm-hmm. uh, acronym? Something like that. Yep. You didn't fund it as far as I know. We did fund it. Um, but you know what? We've been looking into this as a merch play for Think Fresh. And I wanted to tell the breadheads this first 16 minutes into this podcast because if you're still listening, then you're a loyal one. <laughs> yeah, this is for the real This herbs. is for the heads. So, um, yeah, we're likely going to try to get into NFTs. I don't know what it's going to be like, but I think that'd be such a funny move. Um, mm-hmm. We want to, like, I don't know, give you guys something that will obviously increase in value exponentially as time goes on. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Unlike your sandwich. Yeah. And then hopefully, you know, the breadhead who decides to buy it um, will get rich. And whoever um, pays the most for it can, who knows, maybe there'll be a guest on this podcast. I think that'd be really fun. Mm-hmm. So if you want to buy your great. way into our DMs or into our contact list, then you know exactly how. We're going to drop the NFT Get on the pod, chop it up with us, split a footy with the boys, and I think that'll be a fun time. What do you think, Ty? I love that. I love that there's a back door onto this podcast, and that's just paying your way on. <laughs> it's not un- unlike the crooked I- Ivy League schools. Mm-hmm. We are Shout um, out to Rick Singer. Yeah, we're against digital panhandling on this podcast. We're never going to give you paywall content. Um, only paywall that exists with us is OnlyFans, and that's when you simply just want some bonus footage of our lunch. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, all this audio is yours for your, is for your uh, gentle ears. It's for free. So. Yeah. You're welcome. Our, our podcast is like unlimited lettuce. (laughs) Exactly. It's saying yes. When you want double meat on something and, uh, (laughs) and it's free of charge. That's a beautiful thing, baby. Mm -hmm. So you're welcome. So uh, the order is still out on what our NFT play will be. We have a lot of ideas in the toaster right now. Mm -hmm. So we will update you guys more as that comes together. But hopefully in the coming weeks, we will have our first launch of something commodified. Yeah. The the Think Fresh Legacy. Yeah, we've got quite a few ideas in the bread retarder right now. Um, Mm -hmm. And stay tuned for those. But... Yeah, shout out breadheads. You'll be the first to know. Of course. We like to like drop everything here live on the pod to encourage you to come back for more. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, so I had a thought about, um, just a little little thought about our, our favorite brand, Subway, I wanted to share with you today, Eric. Mm-hmm. Please hit me. <laughs> yeah, so I was thinking about how like a lot of naysayers are always like, is Subway fast food? Like Subway, it's like, fast food but not you know and subway has this like weird relationship with fast food where some people think it's like healthier option of fast food Mm -hmm. other people are like it's fast food because of it's like forty four thousand locations right Mm -hmm. so i i did some thinking on this i thought to myself what's our what's the think fresh perspective here is subway fast food yeah so here's my take on it eric Mm -hmm. and it's not unlike our perspective on other aspects of Subway, mm-hmm. but if Subway is fast food only if you <laughs> choose for it to be. Okay. Because you choose the speed in which you make the sandwich. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Subway could be fast food, mm-hmm. but Subway could be very slow food, like true Italian slow food. Yes. Because 
you set the pace. If you want to like blunder it in the vegetable section, you could drag that out all day. Let the lineup back up. Mm-hmm. But if you want to just rip through there and you want to get a sloppy meal put together in seconds, mm-hmm. so be it. Mm-hmm. Just like a high-end restaurant, the slower the food preparation or the longer it takes, the more frustrated mm-hmm. the chefs get much like at mm-hmm. Subway. So if you just drag your tail, you know, the sandwich artist is going to be real unhappy because the line behind you is getting longer and longer. Um, but it mm-hmm. is true that you do set the pace. Mm-hmm. You set the pace. You ultimately choose the quality of the meal, which is another like attribute of fast food is that typically you're getting like a lower tier sandwich. Mm-hmm. Here, here it's really up to you to choose the quality and the speed. So if next time someone asks you, is Subway fast food? You can just tell them it's up to you, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I actually have a differing opinion here. Okay. So hit me. for two main reasons. Um, one is because of the very extremely, almost laughably short shelf life of a Subway sandwich. It is quite literally fast food because you have to eat it immediately. It's not something mm-hmm. you can take your time eating because the longer you wait, the more you're going to hate it, um, especially when you get delivered. Um, but the other reason is it's another type of place where you have to order very rapidly on the spot and you get a lot mm-hmm. of people saying, uh, let me get a, and that's a big sign. That's a fast food place. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. <It's a> good <laughs> point. <laughs> yeah. If the, um, order, if like the, you are talking to your server and the first thing you say is, oh, let me get a, and not like, can you tell me about your natty wine selection mm-hmm. this evening? Yeah, exactly. Then you're probably at fast food. Yeah, if you're scared to ask a question and you just have to dive right into your order, then you're you're at a fast food place. <laughs> Shit, that's a really good point. Yeah. At fast food restaurants, you don't ask questions about the menu. You don't say like, oh, are your <laughs> eggs free range? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, is the fish fillet uh, gluten-free? It's like, no, no, mm-hmm. dude who cares like you're here because you don't care about what you're putting into your body <laughs> yeah that's a really good point you're not going to look at that and be like it's the veggie delight vegan they're like yeah. oh, oh, we don't know <laughs> that's why i find it laughable yeah, there's no one asked when they put um the nutrition facts there it's like do you think anyone has time to read that like eight point font at the front it's like i gotta find out Yo, how much is, how many calories are in the like tomatoes like what the fuck bro yeah, I hate the calorie system. And I don't know why the Subway subway menus are just like littered with information on calories. It, makes, it means nothing to me. <laughs> it's just like I'm just a bunch of like tramp stamps on these little sandwiches. Yeah, exactly. You're just counting in your head like how many laps you got to do after this place. You're like, oh, okay, 300 calories. Oh, I got to do 10 laps. Like mm-hmm. the point is it adds up way too much anyway. You're not going to do that in a day. You're con- when you go to Subway, you're yeah. consuming more calories than you're uh, using. Regardless of what you order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Like, I like Subway because it appeals to my right brain, the creative artistic side. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as I have to, like, do all this fast math and meth- methodical thinking mm-hmm. on the calorie count, it's like activating the left part of my brain, which I expect to be dominant in a si- mm-hmm. or like dormant in a situation like mm-hmm. this. But, you know, one thing I will call out, though, Swinging the other way, the other side of the spectrum, you get places like Fat Burger that like lean in so hard to it being fast food. It's like, not only do we know we're fast food and we're disgusting, but we are mm-hmm. like celebrating the fact that you can be obese and enjoy our food and fuck it, dude, just do it. 
You know what I mean? Um, that to me is nasty. That's like a strip club saying like, like come in, come and get some like STDs here. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> why are you, we know what's going to happen. Don't tell me like that just ruins it. That ruins the fun, Ty. <laughs> yeah, I completely get that. I my mind immediately goes to like Arby's menu where they got like this like bourbon barbecue triple stack or yeah. like like a buttermilk chicken cordon bleu sandwich. These things are just like insanely layered meat. It just looks like it's it's a lot of meaty layers. I'll just say that. Dude, yeah, and they, they are they are celebrating fatness. They are celebrating fast yeah. food. There, fatness is something They're... that should not be celebrated whatsoever. Uh, shout out to lululemon shout out to <laughs> shout out to joe rogan <laughs> Joe Rogan's under in some controversy for like explaining why fat shaming is like double standards for men uh, no i didn't but i could piece the the whole thing together right now my brain is like sherlock just like it's figured it oh, out oh yeah it's pretty predictable um but for those listening yeah. basically um joe rogan uh famous meathead is essentially talking about how if a man is being gross and is like extremely fat then he's just like looked at as a loser <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like oh it's like charlie's like fat disgusting fuck right my my words not his but um when when it's a woman <laughs> in that case then as a society we're we're like we're saying like oh my gosh she's so beautiful you can't say like that she's not beautiful for being big mm-hmm. right um and joe rogan is pointing out the double standard there um Mm -hmm. and yeah there's a little bit of discussion around that but i just think it's hilarious i don't know joe rogan is hilarious when he talks about things like that because dude's literally like a human meatball (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't i don't trust sleepy joe with anything i feel like if like he comes from a past life where he's like trying to convince people to eat like tarantulas on TV. Yeah, literally. So I, I don't literally, so I don't think that he's in any position to be um, telling us how to think, do feel anything. Yeah. Sorry, Joe. Yeah. I don't... hate to break it. To you. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of fear factor. Uh, um, but yeah, that's anyway, the controversy around Joe right now, but you know, uh, sleepy Joe has been in the news for quite a while now for a whole bunch of things. Um, mm-hmm. when you spit out as much content as him you're bound to uh, mm-hmm. come across some sort of controversy at some point I'm surprised that we haven't had our day in the tabloids yet Yeah, for all the for all the mean things we said about the artists and all the um, positive things we've said about the construction industry yeah if, uh, if a breadhead out there wants to do us a solid and uh, sends TMZ an episode uh, please mm-hmm. do because we believe in all press is good press and mm-hmm. I think being canceled would be great for this pod. What about you, Ty? <laughs> I would love to be canceled right now. This uh, this podcast is very tiring. It's, a, really, it's also like a really big like cut out of my so- social calendar this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's why we do it during work hours. Am I right? But um, yeah, you know, facts. I think being canceled would do the opposite of what you're saying, Ty. I think not only would we double down. Um, shout out KFC, but I think we would propel in stardom and probably hit those spotty algorithms quite nicely. Um, mm-hmm. Not that they're not already picking us up. Exactly. Shout out to Spotty. Yeah, the illustrious uh, Think Fresh podcast has been growing rapidly, but we think some controversy would help it just skyrocket. Mm-hmm. Think Fresh Nation. Yeah. So, uh, do you, is there any any like slurs or like <laughs> you, like, you want to leave? 
Yeah, anything you want to get off your chest, leave the breadheads with today. So it's just like a nice sound bite that someone can like send out to uh, the, the media, the press. We'll call it the press kit. What do you want to say for the press kit? Yeah, 29 <laughs> minutes into this potty, we are, this is the press kit portion. Um, however, <laughs> the only thing I want to get off my chest is this congestion that I've been dealing with after eating a sub. <laughs> mm, just a nice hack. <laughs> yeah, every sub comes with a chest cold, but I'm not sure why. Yeah, for me, it comes with a raging headache and um, a feeling of hunger still. Yeah, your body just metabolizes it so quickly that it's like there was nothing there to begin with. Mm-hmm. I don't even think my body digests it. I think it just like the sub like <laughs> it just like, moves through my body like a tube. Maybe mm-hmm. it, it positions itself in one of my legs. I wouldn't be surprised if my leg bones were both just footlongs. <laughs> I haven't walked in a year. Wow, true. Yeah, I think the Subway sandwich just melts in you and you don't even have to shit it out. Um, mm-hmm. Much like this podcast, once you consume it, it just evaporates from your brain and you can no longer remember what you talked about or listened to. That's a fact, Eric. I don't even remember what we discussed. Today. I know. <laughs> but uh, if you, the breadhead, don't remember, uh, refer to the description below. And make sure to uh, give us a big old like on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Pay for content on OnlyFans. That's a fact. Um, and also, I would encourage you to share an episode with a friend. You know, I think uh, Subway is a great way for people to bond. And when mm-hmm. you go to Subway alone, it can be a very sad, depressing experience. But if you bring a homie, then... It's great, just like this podcast. So mm-hmm. bring a homie mm-hmm. and split a foot along with them. Yep. <laughs> you said it, Eric. All right. I think it's time to uh, get on with our lives, eh? Mm-hmm. Time to go have an afternoon veggie delight. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all righty. Well, talk to you, breadheads, on Friday. Ciao.